The nights are drawing in. The summer is over. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now in the forbidden zone of the year. October. But for the purposes of this podcast, we are calling it Shocktober. Over the next few weeks, we'll be delving into the darkest catacombs of YouTube for your displeasure as usual. But this time, it's with a spooky twist. We also have a few bonuses for you at Devil's Night and All Hallows Eve. This is Super Tat Film Club. Shocked. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are. My name is Malachi J. Matthews, and I am joined, as always, by Hollywood Fletcher. Hello. Hello, Hollywood Fletcher. How are we doing today? I'm wet. Wet. It is a horrible, drizzly, drizzly day for what is supposed to be the summertime. It's a dark and stormy night. It is. It's almost like midday nighttime realm. Just in time for our Halloween Spooky Podcast. We are at a sequel that needs to be discussed, Fletcher. One no. of, of my favourite ever films, literally favourite films, is American Wealth in London. I thought you were going to say this no. was then. So um, this is the... The long-awaited sequel that came out. Fletch, what are we doing today? American Werewolf in Paris. <laughs> American Werewolf in Paris. <laughs> oh, mate. Did you enjoy this one? No. No? <laughs> Straight off the bat, no? I like to think I try and be positive about the films that we watch. <laughs> yeah. You know, I try I try and give the, put a good spin on it. Mm-hmm. Even if they are, you know, a lot tat. They're all tat. Yeah. But I try and see the best in films. Yeah. Not not this time. Not this time. You didn't you didn't enjoy it. Not even the banging nineties soundtrack. There's a lot of bush in there. There is a lot of bush in there. There's a lot of bush in there. It's even got um well You look disgusted with me that I've made you watch this. I don't want to do this. Well, you've you've already sat through it. <laughs> you might as well discuss it. And you've got you've, you've written stuff down. It's compelled you to write this one. Sort of. Have we got any trivia before we go? Hmm. It says Let's this see. was is, this it clearly isn't written by John Landis. No. It's based on characters. The, it's got his name on it it's though. It's got his name on it. Yeah, he's he's listed as a writer because of characters used from the original film. Of, of which, which there are none. Yeah, of which there isn't. Ah. There's a delete. Yes, no, 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 the deleted scene. What deleted scene? There's a deleted scene where it links to the original film. All oh, right. Mm. Well, I've got talk of a deleted scene as well, but that's a, it's a different one. What what is the deleted scene that links it to the original film? So there's a deleted scene because this film is about a, a group of werewolves, right? Yeah. And there's a deleted scene where we find out that one of them. One of the former members of this group was the one in um, London. Well, not in London, in um, Yorkshire. Yorkshire, mm. York, the Yorkshire one, Bab, who um, bites the. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. You made me miss. I never miss. Yeah, sorry, carry on. That's both from Alien Three, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is, yeah. And Kess. That's good. He's in Kess as well, isn't he? What have you got what, there, Casper? What Is good better? films? What good films that we could oh, have been watching? We could have been. What, they're, they're all like award-winning films we mentioned there. Yeah, uh, Amer- yeah, American Werewolf in London, award-winning yeah. film for its uh, special effects. Rick Baker makeup. Rick Baker, the man. Oh, the work that he put into the first one. He obviously, clearly had nothing to do with the second one because there is no practical effects whatsoever in this film. Let's get this over with. Let's get it over with. They should rip it off like a band-aid. Yeah, just do it. Very much like the weather today that we're experienced, Fletch. It is a storm in Gay Paris. It's a dark and stormy night. That was my first note. Yeah, it is a dark and stormy night, isn't yeah. it? Gargoyles all over the place. Gothic churches. Rain! Rain! Sacre bleu. It's a bad night in Paris. A manhole opens. A scientist escapes out of the manhole and he shouts, Taxi! Taxi! He is now outside of the concert hall. Now, he's shouting for the taxi. The taxi man turns on his lights and he runs towards him. But as he runs towards him, we get Wolf POV Fletch. Yeah. An underground beast. Now, the taxi man tries to save him, but the scientist gets dragged down by the subterranean lichen beast. But nobody can hear it because the noise of the opera drowns it out as he gets dragged into the gates. Dragged into the gates of hell. The taxi man runs away and the opera crowd cheer. So to start that off, so you don't see it, do you? You don't see the wolf, no. You don't see the wolf. You see the POV and you see it bashing the grapes up as it's coming out of the ground. And that was was a promising start to Mm. me. Because with monster films, you've always got to think about what you can't do. Yeah. You know, and there's all, you've always got to have that workaround. And like he, in Alligator that we did a few weeks ago. But but yeah. It's um, all about keeping the reveal. Yeah, but this is the last time. This is the last time that it's... This is the last time they do anything anything creative like that. The last time they do anything creative? Like, like that in the film. Oh, right, I was going to say, within the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the film is done now. Cut from a cheering French crowd to American rock music, Fletch. And three dudes on a train drinking. Drinking wine, talking about the fine European ladies that are all over the place in Europe. What do you think of these, these three dudes? This attitude, dudes with attitude. This is, I think this is where we get a bit of smash mouth as well, isn't it? This, this film was released in 1997. Yeah. 90s horror films, apart from a few kind of standouts is so bad. Yeah. I reckon the 90s were the worst time for horror films. Yeah, but they generally... This is this film is like somebody taking the piss out of a 90s film. No, it's not, because... because it's, No, no, that's what I mean, but it's made in the 90s. This, it looks like someone's doing it as a joke. This now. is what they were all like, though. Yeah, you had these... that's what I mean. It's like somebody just putting the tropes of it. It's like a fucking scary movie. It's like Scream, you mean. <laughs> Oh, it's nothing like Scream. Well, Scream was Scream was what you were talking about yeah. now. Scream is taking the piss out of shit like this. Yeah, deliberately. Yes. So you've got these three guys, and they are absolutely abhorrent. They're keeping points. They are absolute wankers. Yeah, keeping points. And for all the crazy shit they do. Daredevil points. Daredevil points for where for so they, they have daredevil points because they're going around Europe going to countries and being wankers. It's a European daredevil tour. That's what it is. It's stupid. Bro. Yeah. So straight away, the first thing you know about these three people is they are 
fucking idiots. And that is the thing, that's the trope all the way through the 90s. It, the trope was that the you it was like you were cheering on the killer. Yeah. Because the characters were so douchey and yeah. horrible. But the thing is though, it just it just meant you had no I don't know, you weren't you didn't get behind them or anything. Well the douches are the heroes in this and they are fucking douches for the whole film. Yeah, the douches are always the heroes in the 90s. Yeah. And it's awful. That's why it's the worst time. And the- here we are watching one of the worst examples from the worst time in horror films. So they're keeping points, but not only daredevil points, they're also keeping sex points. Sex points. Sex points. Have you ever been awarded any sex points on your holidays, Fletch? Maybe we should we should go <gasps> let's have a daredevil European Bro tour. No. Uh, they dare Andy, because uh, they're... Well, I, can't, I can't remember their names. Andy is the main guy. I think Craig and Jason, probably. I, it comes up. I've written it down later. Mm-hmm. They dare Andy to talk to a French girl on the train, and he's like... He says not into that, because it's, uh, it's more about love than sex, and the, his bros just don't agree with him whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, he says, I'm not going to need your charity when we get to Paris. I've got a fucking mega stunt planned. And I've written here, soundtrack... I think that way. It's just night is night is nonsense, isn't it? It's rubbish. <laughs> it's dross. <laughs> it's, yeah. Cut to Eiffel Tower closed in time. The Eiffel Tower is getting closed off, and the three bros decide they're going to climb it to a nighty soundtrack. They've got backpacks. Have they got parachutes in there, Fletch? No, they haven't got barish parachutes. They get all the way to the top. They get a lovely city view. He takes his bag down. <gasps> Fucking hell! Full moon. I hope that doesn't come into play. It's not very windy up there. No. Well, he's checking the wind. He's checking the wind uh, because... Uh, he's going to do something he's crazy. He's going to do something crazy. He checks the wind, does some wind notes, empties the massive bag. It's not a fucking parachute, Fletcher. What is it? It's bungee cord. It's a bungee cord. Now the two wine-drinking bro-douches are sitting down and they're like, Bra! You're going to die, bra, if you jump off the fucking bra, bra. And he's like... I'm going to do it. I want to do it. And uh, one of them says, it's madness. Absolute madness that you're going to jump off this. And then, hang on a minute. Shh. Is someone coming up the stairs? They hide. The bros hide. And it is a sad, sad French lady. Mm-hmm. She looks at the moon, the full moon, gets atop the ledge and is about to jump. And then Andy says, stop. And That's Julie Delpy. Who's that? She's a French actress. Yeah. Have you heard of the Three Colours films? Mm. Mm. She's in Three Colours White. Oh. Yes. Someone who was in one of the Three Colours films is in this. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Oh, trivia. Trivia. Go on then. Yeah. Uh, she claims that she took this film because she needs to pay her rent. Well, I, fair enough. Because this film was most definitely below her. Oh, yeah. She is far too good for this stupid film. One of the blokes is from... Rat Race. Do you remember Rat Race with Mr. Bean in it? Yeah, he's in loads. Of, he's the like. He's in loads of tap films. He's the one with the. Um... He's in Freddy's Dead, I believe. Is it what? Was it no? Freddy's versus. I think he's in Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He was in something else that I watched um, recently as well. Always plays the same sort of douchey character. Yeah. Well, this is more his speed, though. Yeah. We're okay. I'm okay with him being in it. Yeah. But not her. But not her, no, no. She's, she shouldn't be there. No, it should be like Tara Reid or someone. Doing an, an amazing French accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad! <laughs> so Andy tries to talk down sad French lady and she's like, I'm having none of this! 
I'm making my choice. I'm going to die. And she jumps, Fletch. She jumps off the Eiffel Tower. Why does she sound like Raoul? She, no, she doesn't sound like Raoul. That sounded like Raoul. Didn't mean to. She jumps off the Eiffel Tower, Fletch. Sweet baby Jesus, if only there was a man with a bungee rope tied to his ankle that could... Oh, there is one, Andy. Jumps off the fucking thing, follows her, follows her down. This tells you everything you need to know about this film. Follows her down, grabs her by the leg, and oh my God, it's not tied up. Luckily, wine bro douches at the top. Tie it together just in time for Andy to slowly deliver sad French lady to the ground and then float back up into the air into the Eiffel Tower and knock him the fuck out only to be woken up in hospital the next day. Mm. What do you think about that whole sequence there, Fletch? Like I just said, it tells you everything you need to know about this film. He was a daring rescue. He, he rescued the sad French lady. The, uh, like, could you imagine someone coming up with that idea? Yeah, well... They're like, we're going to do a sequel to American Werewolf in London. Do you remember that fucking absolute stone-cold horror classic? Yeah. Right? But I've got the great idea. Bungee jumping off the fucking Eiffel Tower. Badass! Right, 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 right. Extreme! Yeah. And there's a lot of Mountain Dew and cocaine consumed during the making of this Most definitely. Yeah. (laughs) It's all right, Fletch. It's all right. And then Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth comes on after this. Is it? Yeah, this is when Smash Mouth comes on, because I've noted it. Look, Smash Mouth. <laughs> is it because he smashed his mouth? Probably. Also, that's another thing. The tone of this film is absolutely fucking make any sense. all over it's the like, place. Death defying stunt saving suicidal woman from Eiffel Tower. Might as well be walking on the moon. <laughs> I think it might be that one. I that's, can't remember. It's that's just... that's the song. It's yeah, that, that one. It's that one. It's might as well be walking on the moon. <laughs> oh, it's that one, isn't it? Fuck it, I don't know. It's so, Smash Mouth. Just what does what? Which song is it? It's a Smash Mouth song. You know what song it is. It's, it's, it's one either of one those. or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Andy wakes up in hospital and he says, where's the, where's the girl? The bros are there and they'd saved his life. The wine bros, douches. Mm. And he's like, I need to find her. All I have is this shoe. Oh my God. <laughs> All he's got is a shoe. I didn't, oh, I didn't pick up on that. All he's got is a shoe. All he's got is a shoe. And he says, well, before she chucked herself off, she, was, uh, she had a note. She wrote a note. Yeah, that's it, because that's when she... And they like, right, well, now I've written it down myself. <laughs> so he takes the shoe and the note, and he says, bros, you need to find this note. So they go, ah, oh, walking on the sun song, finding yeah. note montage, and they're hassling, hassling people reading notes down by the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah. Like, be a horror film or be fucking an American Pie sequel. But it's not even like an American Pie film, is it? It's like... Eurotrip. Oh, God. Yeah, maybe it's on that kind of level, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Andy's at hospital and he sees the suicide French girl and he follows her with his shoe in his hand like some kind of shitty Prince Charming. <laughs> it's me! It's me! You forgot this! You forgot your shoe! And then, bam, straight from behind, he gets knocked over by a doctor and the doctor says to him... She stole the heart. She stole my heart. And Andy says, I know what she... F- <laughs> I know the feeling. I then know the, the feeling. Then the bros arrive and they get him off the floor and they say, look, we found the note. Cut to a nice if house. If you're not going to take this seriously. I am taking it very seriously. Okay. Cut to the house. 
a nice French villa. The bros knock on the door. They've got the address. So there's some reason she's written her address on this suicide note. Is it? Is that what it was? Was it yeah. a suicide note? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So it cuts to the nice house. Is it like a, if found, please return for a dead yeah, body? basically, yeah. And uh, they go, oh, Chris and Brad, the other two are called. Chris, Brad and Andy. Chris and Brad. Chris, Brad and Andy uh, go and knock on the door and they're like, look, we've got your side. If, if, if this French girl's here... We'll help you out. We, we are your maverick and ice men in this situation. That's a Top Gun reference. Pilots, wingmen, Fletch. I, I got it. They knock on the door. Sad French woman answers the door with hands caked in blood. <laughs> and she says, ah, oh. she says, oh, you got my shoe. She says, thanks for the shoe. Now you must leave. Fuck off. And I'm like, oh, charming. Andy, now they close the door. And Andy's like, hang on a minute, guys. Did you notice that she she was covered in blood? She was covered in blood just then. <laughs> rings the doorbell again. And he's like, why have you got blood on your hands? And, and Fletch, why has she got blood on her hands? Because she was redecorating the basement in blood red. Yeah. That's it. And it's, very, oh, okay, then. it's very chic to have a blood red basement. It is. And she says, all right, okay. I'll meet you tomorrow in front of the concert hall. And he says, excellent! (laughs) (laughs) Fist bumps, everyone. Yeah. Oh, brah. You're totally going to get some now, brah. There's a fist bumping montage. Yeah. Might as well be walking on that side. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that you find this film quite... Abhorrent. Wretched. We are flying through it, though, because it's almost as if there isn't much content to this film, isn't there? Mm. So next I've got written down in my notes. Yep. Painful, unnecessary cafe scene. Yeah. It's very, very awkward. He's taken his bro's advice and he's dressed up cool. So cool. So cool. With shades and a cap. His bros are in the cafe hiding to give him bro advice. He just looks like he's... In disguise. He's a proper douche as well, isn't he? He's a proper douche, you couldn't. He asks, he asks a sad French girl about your parents, about her parents, and she says, They are dead. <laughs> they, are de- they are dead. <laughs> and she says, They are dead. I can't do French. She says, They're dead. <laughs> they are dead. They are dead. They are dead. It gets really, really uh-huh. awkward. And uh, the bros have given him a condom. The condom falls out. He says, Oh no, that's not a condom, that's a chewing gum. So he puts it in his mouth and he blows a bubble mm. and it expels around the cafe. And there's a big French man. There's a big... Who hates condoms. Yeah. He is incensed by the sight of them. He's yeah. like, contraception! It hits the French customer. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it one bit. Uh-huh. Well, you wouldn't, would you? No. The girl tries to leave, which is quite understandable. And he says, look, just I'm just here to help you out. I just, you know, I'm fumbling things. I'm a stupid American. I'm trying to impress you. You're a beautiful French lady who shouldn't be in this film. And she says, no one can help me. It's, it's a good job she's fit, isn't it? Yeah. Because that's all he knows about her. Yeah, that's it. That's, the, uh, that's, that's all the he thing. knows. All he knows about her is she's hot and suicidal. That, and he's just like, <laughs> I love you. Like, oh. Yeah, I'm going to ruin it. Yeah, that's not how you approach someone with men- mental illness, is it? No. You don't pretend to be a douche. <laughs> blow condoms in French men's faces and then just say, I'm oh, just going to help you. 
it's almost like the fact that he found someone A, hot, and B, vulnerable, mm. a massive turn-on. She proves that she's not that vulnerable when they get into the, fa- the, the bouncer fight, the big French dude, yeah. and she fucking Superman punches him out of the fucking room and escapes through the window. Andy follows the girl, and he says, do you want me to leave? <laughs> well, she's, she's, she's run away. She's run reckon? away. Yeah, I reckon so. And he's like, wait, stop! They get together. He says, do you want me to leave? They nearly kissed. And she says, you mustn't get involved. No, she <laughs> says, I that? can't do a French accent. <laughs> fucking Otis from The Simpsons. Yeah. You mustn't get involved. And she leaves. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't mustn't do... get involved. With my leader Holden. <laughs> it sounds like if, um, Van Damme, baby Van Damme from Bloodsport. <laughs> I didn't mean to steal it. <laughs> anyway, the bros are like, forget about it, man. They go back to the girl's house. And a shady dude answers the door, and they're like, "Where's sad? Where is sad French girl?" And he says, "She has gone out." He's a he's a very French man. Uh, yeah, I, he's gone out. He's called Claude. That's very French. Well, I'll give them that. At least they got French people to play the French people. <laughs> There's yeah. that. And Claude says, "Like, oh, she's gone out, but she's going to be at a party later. She's going to be at a party later. We're having a sexy werewolf street punk party." And uh, sad French girl's gonna be there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, see you later." Would you go to that party, Fletcher, for uh, creepy cloud? Oh, that's my next note. Is it what? This is called Club de la Lune. Club de la Lune, the so, club of the moon. Club of the moon. Yeah. And I've written down here. Uh, let me just uh, yeah, give my notes. Give my notes. Give my notes. Um, it says, "Club de la Lune looks like an awful idea." Yeah. That's what. You wouldn't go, would you? No, I suppose it's it's kind of. A thing, though? Because they are just these idiot Americans. And they're full of idiot Americans. That's what they... Well, yeah. That's their favourite flavour of human, these French werewolf punk bastards. Maybe that's a real anxiety that they're portraying in this Mm, film. A fear. Of Americans kind of going to abroad and just getting taken advantage of. Yeah. Because it sounds plausible. Well, these idiots have ended up at Club de la Lune. (laughs) The American friends of Claude is how they introduce themselves to the shady, the, the shady doorman. He lets them into the tunnels. It's a very shady goth club. Yes. Claude is like, welcome, enjoy the party. Yeah. Yes. He can have a Raoul voice, can't he? All of this happens in a very short space of time, by the way. Yeah. Everything that we've gotten to now. Yeah, yeah. It just crams in all of this plot into the first part of the film. The first, like, half an hour. Yeah. And then it... It's got nothing left for the rest of the film. The three bros are at the party. The girl's not there. Andy's like, oh, I'm going to go to the house and have a look. And I'll tell you who is there. His mate says, I'll go and have a look at the house. You stay here. Who is there? A guy in a furry costume. A guy in a furry costume, as in like... He's dressed as a fucking dog. Oh, yeah. He's all like, woof. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay. Did he know it was a werewolf party? Well, that's the the point where I'd be a bit like, do you know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go home. I'm gonna go back to the hostel. Um, there's people dressed in dog costumes here, and he just jumped at me and barked at me like he was a real dog. I don't think this is the kind of party we should be involved in. That I yeah yeah. Now the bro who goes to have a look at the villa to see if he can find sad French girl. Hmm. He goes to the house and knocks on the door. There's nobody there, Fletch. They're all at the fucking street punk wolf party, subterranean, you know, goth paradise. Goth paradise. 
No Shack, answer at the door. The shag pile. Yeah. He sees that there's a... Uh, he sees the light on in the basement. He goes and has a look through the window. And in the fucking window fletch, he sees sad French girl in a cage. And she's like, go away! <laughs> and she's like, where are your bros? Where are the bros? And she <laughs> says like, oh. And he says, the, the bros are at the party. And he says, you are, you are all in great danger. So she knocks out the bro, locks him in the cell, and runs away to the party. Now, when he's in the cell... Prison bro notices across in the cellar there's a medical screen. The girl arrives at the club. She says to Andy, let's get out of here. And they get out of there from the... They, they go from the, bra, the bar. They leave. That's sensible. That is sensible. But prison bro uses his clothes in the prison to... The key is hanging on the wall. <laughs> so what he does is he takes all his clothes off. He, he makes a rope out of it, chucks his shoe at the key... He gets out, basically. He How can out. a film so stupid also be so convoluted at the same time? Yeah, that's why I mean. a, lot, a lot happens, but nothing really happens. Okay. Now, in order to escape, sad French lady pushes Andy into the sewers and she's like, Run! The fucking moon's out! There is a moon out! You need to get away from me! It's moon time! Yeah. And, and she's like, run away! He does run away. She turns into a wolf, very... But you remember the, the wolf transformation in the first one? Yeah, it was a huge oh, set piece of the film. massive thing. Yeah. What happened in this one? She looks up through a grate. She's going... Like a transformer and turns yeah. into a wolf. You see a little bit of wolf boob for a bit. Have you timestamped it? No, I haven't. It's not a real boob, is it? It's a CG boob. CG boob don't count. Okay. It's, it's a different um, species of boob as well. Well, it might be a good thing that they did do the transformation <clears> so quickly because it would have drawn attention to how bad the CGI is. Yeah. Now, the girl tills, turns full wolf, follows Andy back to the wolf club of death. Yeah. And now the bros are trying to find Andy. The other bro that hasn't gone looking, he's just like looking around in the corridor, just like, where is he? Where He's he gone off with that French girl. Where's he gone? Where's he gone? Prison dude is now free in the cellar. He gets behind the medical screen. He's going to go and have a look at it. Fucking Wolfman, Fletch! No-legged Wolfman strapped to the bed. And it just it topples over and it... Pulling itself across the floor like a big hairy abomination. And he escapes out the window just in time. Not such good luck for Tunnel Bro, though, because he suffers from a deadly... Deadly wolf attack. Now, Andy is now getting chased by a wolf. Don't they rip his arm off? And it makes a comedy... Who they rip who's up? The, so the party... So he's at the party, isn't he? Yeah, and then he goes the And they all the start tunnel. wolfing up. Yeah. Because they're drinking the wolf juice. Mm. And then he gets his arm ripped off and it goes... <laughs> like that. It just makes a, it makes a comedy splat sound. Now, Andy is getting chased by the wolf... The wolf chase is on. We've got more wolf POV. Andy gets behind a fence. The wolf lunges at him. He lands on a spike. It bites Andy's leg as he tries to escape through a sewer outlet. Mm -hmm. Bites his leg. Andy wakes up to the loud sound of a fly. He is in now in sad French girl mansion. She's like, look, things are going to be a little bit different now. Oh, this scene... What, the, is it a dream? Is it a sex go, scene? Go on. Well, prison bros outside throwing, throwing stones at the window. He's like, you need to get away. This place is some freaky, freaky nonsense. Yeah. I've seen stuff in the cellar. Your girlfriend, I think she's a werewolf. And, the girl, and, like, and then he, he's gone. The girl says, like, look, you need rest. You need mm. rest. I'll make you some breakfast. 
I'll blend you up a stolen heart. She yeah. did steal the heart from the hospital, and now she's using it. Ungodly lichen substance. Lichen smoothie. Lichen smoothie. Meat shake. Oh, no, there is real boobs in it. 40 minutes, 53 seconds. Don't go boobs. She yep. does, yeah. Don't go boobs. Yep. So he's in bed. He's like, I've got to get out of here. And she's like, whoa. You ain't going nowhere, sunshine. Yeah. So you've had a go on these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She just makes him feel her boobs. Yeah. As a way of stopping him from leaving. Look, she's like, look, don't freak out, but you're, you're a werewolf now. I feel like whoever wrote this film yeah. has never actually been to France. No. Because it feels like, the whole film feels like it's written by someone who just knows about France from watching fucking Eurotrip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Because French girls just take the tops off immediately. Yeah, someone, someone was watching like a fucking Van Wilder film and that's where they've got all their info about Europe. National well, she Lampoons. doesn't need to soften the blow. She softens the blow to say, look, now you're a werewolf. And he doesn't believe a fucking word of it. Then she turns into a werewolf in front of him. Boob trip. I've written werewolf boob trip. Oh, no, it's all right. It's a dream. What is a dream? Is it real? Is it not? And then from the the side of the room, you hear, I told you this would happen. Mm. It's her mum. Yes. To her mum. Yeah, that dream sequence, I suppose, is um, quite a big callback to the original film, isn't it? Well, speaking of callbacks to the original film, hmm. her mum. What about her? Dressed as a nurse. Oh, yeah. Her mum is a zombie. But he can see her. He can't, well, he's a wolf, isn't he? Yeah, but um, I suppose you don't really know. Because like, in the because original film, it's... you're haunted by the ghosts who you killed. Mm-hmm. But I suppose we don't see any other werewolves, so we don't know if they can see them as well. Well, apparently it is written... Right. Somewhere. Where? I don't know. Internet, something like that. Um, that it is implied that she is the Jenny Agatha from the first film. Right. And that when David, the American werewolf in London, yeah. got his diddles on with Jennifer, Jennifer uh, that fella. Yeah. Yeah. And Miracle of Life, Baby Within, went off to France. Remarried, stepfather scientist. Oh, so that's child why... of David and Jennifer Agatha, sexy Jennifer Agatha from the first one. So that's why she doesn't have like a French accent or anything. What the mum? No, hmm. maybe it might be poppycock, but you know. Well, that's something. Yeah, they did well. It's nice of them to remind us of that really good film. Yeah, Andy wants to leave. Sad French girl just says, "Look, drink the meat shake." He drinks the meat shake, but he escapes through the window. Now, Claude has captured prison bro. Cut to the crime scene, the club. They have fined tunnel, tunnel bro dead. French cop from Homicide takes Andy in. Now, in the police interview, they ask him what happens, and they say, all of the victim's hearts have been removed. Because <laughs> that's what werewolves do, isn't it, Fletcher? Werewolf law. Apparently so. Yeah. Now, Andy... His senses are now getting heightened to that of a wolf. He can hear chattering. He can, he can hear dogs. He can, uh, <laughs> a dog humps his leg. He now has the wolf senses, so much so that he needs the sustenance of wolf. You find him in a restaurant eating bloody rare steaks. Quick question. Mm-hmm. What happened with the police? 
And then they just let him out. Did you did you miss that on your nose? No. No. No, no. they just fucking let him go. They just let him go for a, like a plate full of uh, rare steaks in a classy restaurant, in so much of a classy restaurant that he spots a lady at the bar and he goes up and he sniffs some bum like a dog. Oh. Turns out she's an American and she fancies him and she's going to go out for a uh, meal with him anyway. Yeah, she's quite impressed by the bum sniffing. Are they are what? they making a joke about just Americans in general, are they? I think so. Well, they go that for they're a... all just uncouth and uh, maybe mm. they go for a meal. The serving dish arrives. The waiter takes the big silver serving dish off the top, only to reveal that it is his dead friend's head. And it's oh my god, oh my god. Turns out it's not. He's just tripping out. It's a big fish. But zom- his his tunnel bro is now. His zombie bro guide, like the first film. Yes, which was a really good thing about the first film. I really enjoyed. Yeah, so. it was a good thing. Nice I'm to glad they see put it that in back. Here. Yeah. So the zombie explains the werewolf rules and the whole of the first film, how it all works. Like Fletch said, I'm going to progressively get more manky. Yeah. Until the werewolf is dead. Yeah. Andy and uh, American Bum Sniffer. Are being followed. They go out for some drinks. They get it's like, right, should we go for some drinks? Do you want to go do something else? And he says, yeah, let's go and diddle each other on Jim Morrison's grave. And then Bush plays. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> See, this, if it, it wasn't this is, bad enough... It sounds like I'm rushing through this, and I'm not, either it, am I. This is like, a lot happens in this film. <laughs> not only do two douchebags go and fuck on Jim, poor Jim Morrison's grave... Yeah. They do it to Bush. They do it to Bush. <laughs> you wouldn't put... I'm surprised they were able to stay on that grave for diddles with him fucking spinning around in it yeah. so hard. Yeah, getting up. The Lizard King would not be happy with that. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Swallow. Anyway, while they're getting... While they're diddling... He's like, whoa, whoa, I'm getting a bit wolfy. He gets a bit wolfy and it's fucking hot. A lot like Fre- a lot like Freddy's Revenge, there's a lot of hotness in this film. Mm. He jumps into a fountain to cool himself down, but while he's in the fountain, he turns into a werewolf. He jumps out of it, wolf POV, chasing the drunk bum girl all across Paris. The following man has a gun. The girl hides. Following man says, I'm a policeman. <laughs> This is going to be fine. He's a bit of a yeah. Clouseau kind of I will chat. kill the wolf. Uh, the policeman shoots. The girl is dead. It's too late. The policeman's dog is dead, Fletch. This is one thing I didn't like. Fucking dog death. Oh, yeah. I remember. I saw that and I was like, oh. Andy wakes up next to the corpse of a dog. There's policemen all around him and obviously now they think they're going to arrest him. They do arrest him. They do, Well, they take him to the morgue. And the police show Andy all of the people that he's munched up and say, can you remember this fella? Because you, you ate him. The girl that he ate, bum girl that he was sniffing his bum, they pull her out in a drawer and now she's a zombie guide as well. Yeah. So he's got two zombie guides because he's bumped her off. Surely all of the people in there should be there. Because that's what yeah. happens in the... Yeah. Uh, in the oh, yeah, in the films. cinema, isn't it? Hello. So in the porn cinema. Yeah. And they're all just there like, hello, you murdered us on the park. And that girl's like, you can kill yourself by shooting yourself in the forehead. Yeah. And they're watching the... There's no... Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about that scene where they're watching the porno film. With all, the couple that he's, he's murdered and all that. Yeah, and the porn film's on. Mm-hmm. And that woman's got her boobs out and she's like, hello, 
I believe you have the wrong number. And she just hangs <laughs> up and then carries on feeling her boobs. Best porno ever. Like when they're getting off and that bloke comes in. He's like, that's my wife. And the bloke's like, which she's like, I've never met you before in my life. And he's like, oh, sorry. And he just closes the door. <laughs> oh, what a film. Why didn't we, we reviewed the porn from... I, oh, that, that porn film from American Werewolf in London was better than this film. Now, this is a, another... This, again, sounds like... I, I just double-checked because it sounds like I've missed bits in my notes, but I haven't. But Andy hides in one of the meat drawers in the, in the morgue. And then in the next scene... He's outside walking the city streets of gay Paris with his two zombie guides and they're telling him the werewolf rules all over again. Yeah, that's what we need. More explanations. Like, we get it. We know what werewolves are. Yeah. You, d- you don't have to explain it, really. Also, it's a sequel, so you don't have to explain yeah, it anyway. Twice. You don't have to keep explaining it. So, yeah, they say, like, if they take the girl's heart, then everyone will be cured yeah. because she's caused all this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Now... Cloud turns up and he kidnaps Andy and he pulls him in a car full of wolf punks and they take him to the wolf church where they want to take, where he tells him his diabolical plan that they're basically like wolf Nazis and we want to take over the world and he's an accident Fletch. He is not supposed to be a wolf. How many people have they killed? Oh, fucking hundreds. Do they not have hundreds of ghost people following I don't know, going, I don't know. What are you doing? You bloody killed me. Bloody sort this out. There's be like hundreds of people just complaining at them all the time. Being a werewolf would be shit. Yeah, really bad. It's supposed to it's be shit. It's not like a sexy, werewolf, a sexy vampire, is it? It's Where supposed it's all... to be shit. It's a curse. Mm. Well, they're saying he's an accident. He wasn't supposed to be. He's not a purebred werewolf man. Join us for our werewolf naziness. And he says, no, I'm not. I, I. He says, join us. And he says, I'll oh, think about it. Prison bro's in the room, tied up on the floor. And they're like, Andy, kill him and take his heart out. And join us, and Andy says, I would rather die! Yeah. All very serious. Very, very serious. You're not going to kill your own bro. Mm -hmm. And then there is a wolf bro fucking bro fight, and he fights them all. He fights all the bad wolves. The girl is here. Sad French girl is here. She's here to rescue Andy and fucking prison bro with fire! And the escape via a water hole. Yeah. And the hatch leads out into the aforementioned science lab and cell where the no-legged wolf was on the table and they locked up prison bro in the first place and he says to sad french girl did you know his plan all along have you known this all along sad sad high caliber actor and she says yes now the girl is trying to work on a cure yeah for uh, for werewolfism uh lycanthropy lycanthropy yeah very good and uh, she's got to do it because basically it turns out she had her parents and turned them into werewolves. So if, if she's going to cure herself from being a werewolf, therefore setting the souls free of her stepfather and mother. Her stepfather is the no-legged wolf. Yeah. So all of this happens. And this everything that you've just described, what I said earlier about the tone just being absolutely mad. It's nonsense. Because they go into the church and then... Oh, it's prison, bro. He's there. We need to, we need to get him out. And then they run away. And like pop punk is playing whilst they're running away. Like, yeah. oh my god, it's a funny chase scene. Yeah. And they manage to climb into the basement. And as soon as the pop punk ends, she's like, "My dad is dead." Yeah. There's just no consistency in the tone. And they've left Chris in there. They've left prison, prison bro in there. Yeah. Which is like, right, we've got to go and get him out. But instead, they have a little bit of sexy time. A little bit of sexy time before they go and rescue the mate who's yeah. they, they, they've just been asked to eat his heart. No time. We need to do some diddles now. Yeah. Then they run off. 
Wolfpunk's chase Andy. More pop punk plays. He gets outside. He's hiding, but his fucking zombie guide, the girl, yeah, is trying to get the other wolves to see him. Oh, so they can't see her. They can't her. see her, can they? So they can't see her. They can't, because she's like, oh, he's over here behind so this car. They're just haunting him. Just haunting him. So he, she tries to whistle and her eye pops. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, more, more funny hijinks. Yeah. It causes a massive crash, and now everyone is chasing him, and he escapes on a bus. <laughs> so are the rules that... So basically, the rules are that goat, like werewolf ghosts, ghosts yeah. of werewolf victims, yeah. right? They haunt the protagonist of the werewolf film. Yeah, those are rubbish rules because that is it's those the are rules, rules that are based around it being a film. Them's the rules, mate. Them's the rules. Now, fuck. Back at the lab, you're near the. There's 20 minutes left of this. I know. Well, no, we're nearly point. at the end. We're nearly at the end. Back at the lab, the fucking street punks have turned up and. Uh, They've fucking killed Stepford Wolf. They've killed him, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. They've killed Step- No Leg Steppenwolf. Yeah. He's dead. And Andy's going to take over his. Uh, and <laughs> Andy now decides that he's going to take over his work. Yeah. Of uh, trying to cure lycanthropic werewolfness. Lycanthropy. Yeah. He takes over the wolf maths. <laughs> Is he like a wolf scientist? <laughs> It must be, because he's like, oh, I can sort this out. Yeah. Like it's, you know, you go around someone's house and the washing machines come off. And you go, oh, I can put that pipe back on. No, he can solve wolf maths that wolf. can turn people back from, from wolf to man. Do you know uh, the nurse? Of wolf and man. Do you, do you know the nurse? Yeah. Is she a wolf mother? <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah, she is. Mm. The street punks have turned up, found... That there is not only a cure, but there's also a drug there that you can take and it can make you wolf up at any time. Yeah. And the fucking street punk French wolves have taken it, Fletch. Taken the lot. Bastards. Now, Andy sneaks back to the wolf club in his handy disguise of a cap. And just as he gets there, the police turn up. <laughs> and the police turn up to the doorman and he says, who is in charge? And he says... Is his disguise a cap? It's a cap, yeah. So his disguise is the same as his picking up chicks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, dodgy. The doorman just inst- instantly lets all the police in. Just lets them all in. Because they are police. Yeah, well, that's it. And he knows they're going to get chummed down like biscuits. <laughs> Andy pulls the plug and all the power and he says, You're all in danger. You need to get out. They're all partying in there. Prison bro's there. Yeah. He's bloody... And bound up to a crucifix. Under a blanket, ready for a reveal. They do reveal him. Oh yeah, they do reveal him. And they're all just there, like, partying, like, And, like, 90s rave music is playing. And there's just a man crucified in the corner. Yeah. And they're not... And they're just ignoring it. What do they think that is? Shady monks enter the party. The doors are locked. Cloud is going to eat all of these stupid Americans. Yeah, he's like, we love Americans yeah. for dinner. Yeah. Now, the shady monks around the edge of the room inject themselves with bright green wolf voodoo juice. Chris is on the cross. The police try to stop it, but it is far too late because now we have wolf monks. The bouncer from outside sees that the police are in there and for some reason decides the best course to, of action to stop the police is to drive a JCB through the wall. He is taken out by the girl. The girl is now a wolf. The police call for backup but it is too late and the cross dude falls. Andy now has a gun. 
Wolf Girl breaks in with a GCB, with a JCB. And choir music plays. Freeing the children from the party, the American idiots. The police arrive, and it's all been true for the whole thing. It's all been true, Fletch. The underground wolf network in Paris <laughs> is a real thing. The girl frees Andy. More drugs! <laughs> oh, the, the police see the, the, the kids leaving the party, and prison douche walks out with the cross on his back. Yep. And she crosses herself. Yep. Because he's Jesus, apparently. Well, he's prison douche. He's prison douche Jesus. Because Brad goes to heaven. Brad can now go to heaven because, you know, the wolf that bit oh, him. Oh, yeah, he's like, thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. He goes off to heaven because in the, in the wolf melee, the one that had done him, he's, he'd been done himself. Mm. The police chase our werewolf heroes into the catacombs of Paris. Yeah. A cop falls in the waterhole. Andy is in the tunnel. The police chief follows them. He takes a torch. But a wolf attack happens and now he's dead. The girl attempts to shoot Claude, the wolf, but she is out of ammo. (gasps) POV chase. She gives herself the drug, Fletch. She Mm. injects herself with wolf juice so that she can become full sad French wolf. This is the worst bit of the film as well. The fight. Yeah, it looks terrible. It looks like a PlayStation game. It looks absolutely awful. Andy shoots the wolf. But is it the wrong wolf? He shot the girl. She's like, kill me, Andy. I am so sad. And he's looking the wrong way. Yeah. He says, I can't. When he talks back to her, the camera shifts back to him. And he's looking the wrong way. Yeah. So they're, they're, not, they're clearly not talking to each other. She says, eat my heart, Andy. Eat my heart for both of us. It hurts me, please. Now the police stop him from killing her, just as he is about to nom down on sad, sad French hearts. Nom, nom, nom. And he runs to get Claude, and now we get the final wolf battle. Out onto the train track. Claude, has he been hit by a train? We think he's just dead. On the train, he bursts through the window. And then... Do you know the train driver? That's the director. Is it really? Yeah. He bursts through the window and there is a mild train wolf attack. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Human Claude now sits there on the floor in the train. Yeah. Realises he's got some wolf juice strapped to his arms. Fills himself full of wolf juice. And he notices the scar that it was actually Claude that had bitten him in the first place. If he can take the life of Claude, then he will be free. Now, Andy gets to the wolf juice before Claude does. Juices himself up. Andy's quite handy, isn't he? He's handy Andy. He's, he's doing all karate kicks to him and stuff. Yeah, and then he gets the wolf juice, juices himself up and he eats, he eats Claude. The girl is in an ambulance, she's free. She's saying, je t'aime, je t'aime, which is French for love. And the fucking paramedics are like, <laughs> Several moons later. Oh no, this is how it ends, isn't it? The daredevil wedding with a bungee. <laughs> bungee wedding. They bungee jump. Off the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty, yeah. Because they're back in America, baby! Back in America and just as extreme. And that's the end. Followed by Bush. Bush, again. Now, there is an alternative ending to this film. I know there is. I've I've heard there's an alternative ending. I found it and I watched it. And it is in the scene where she's in the ambulance. It starts where she's in the ambulance. And when she's talking, the ghost of her father appears... (laughs) 
with, I found, she says, I found it, sad French girl. I have the cure for the wolf. And she's like, oh God, that's brilliant. I'll tell Andy that. So that's why when she's talking, the uh, paramedic thinks she's talking to her. Cut to uh, sad French lady is in the hospital. Several moon late, several moons later. Sad French lady is in hospital. She is now happy French lady. Gullible American idiot. Turns up at the hospital with a bunch of flowers. She's just given birth to a lovely baby boy. But it's a wolf! And that's how it, that, that's how it was supposed to end. Wow. I did think, <laughs> I did think, wow. Wow. That ending must have been fucking ridiculous. Wolf baby. For it to have been fucking taken out of this film. And it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So then, Fletch, American Wealth in Paris. Have you got more notes on it? I've just written notes about how much I didn't like it. What are the notes that you wrote? Um, well, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of the film how that, that first bit where you don't actually see the wolf yeah. is the, the only workaround they do. Because this film came out four years after Jurassic Park. <laughs> Yeah. And that still looks real. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like dog shit. I get that it doesn't have the backing that Jurassic Park had. Yeah. But that's why you work around it. That's yeah. why if you watch Jaws, right, don't they don't have wolf. loads of shots of the shark. No. Because they had to work around it so it didn't look shit. You don't just roll with the shittiness of it. No. You don't just go with it and say that's good enough. You it work looks around like a it. PlayStation game. Yeah, you don't just display your limitations. You work with them. And the wolf face is weird with its split nose monkey face wolf they are. Yeah. And not only that, also, I had a look and um, it had twice the budget of the original film as well. Well, they spent it all on those computer wolves. <laughs> yeah, twice the budget and it looked like dog shit. It's all the... Yeah. You've got to pay that smash mouth licence fees. It made all its money back, by the way. Yeah, it did quite well in the cinema, didn't it? This well, it made... It made four million. Oh, did it? Yeah. Um, so it made twenty six million in cinemas. It cost twenty two to make. So they just broke even, basically. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, the original uh, London uh, cost ten million to make and made thirty. Yeah, because it's a because really it's good a film. Fucking awesome film. Did you? Uh, would you recommend that people watch this one if they haven't already? No, watch the first one. <laughs> Watch the first one. Stars? This is why I only watch the first film. Stars? None. None whatsoever? None. 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 Oh my God, controversial. Well, thank you for joining us uh, on our Shocktober. I I think it's more of a... It's Shocked Fletch, this film. Shocking. Shocking. It should be called Shocking-tober. Don't worry. We've We've got a tasty treat for you next time, so don't worry. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to our extra spooky episode of Super Tap Film Club. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter and give us a like and uh, say hello. Peace. Out, bra. How much is that doggy in the window? <laughs> the one with the waggly tail. How much is that doggy in the window? I do hope that dog is for sale.